Hello and welcome back to the Coached by Dan podcast. Hope we're all keeping really, really well. Episode 6 of the Client Podcast. Uh, today we are speaking with Mr. Jack Kinsella, who you may have seen on my Instagram feed because the man has just done absolute fucking bits. Like he, what's he done? He's, he's lost 40 pounds. He's gone from not being able to run a kilometer to a 12k with ease. He's the strongest he's ever been. And from an overall health point of view, like, it's just, it's mad seeing how far he's come. And the lad's only 21 years old. It's absolutely incredible. And I cannot wait for you to hear his story. So without further ado, uh, let's have a listen to Jack, his journey, and uh, where he is right now. Enjoy. You're listening to the Coached by Dan podcast. Dan is an online coach and personal trainer with the goal of helping you become the happiest, healthiest, and most confident version of yourself you can be. Here, we talk about all things health, fitness, and mindset related to help you achieve anything you set your mind to. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's podcast. But yeah, no, I will record the intro to this beforehand just because. Like, and then edit it in. Yeah, like I found it's really, really awkward to just like do, oh my God, hey, it's the Coach Badan podcast, what's up? When the person's yeah. there. Uh, oh, it's so awkward. And then I do the old, hey, how are you? After having already been chatting to you for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Very awkward. Um, no, I get you. But with that being said, uh, Jack, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. How are you? I'm not too bad. Not too bad. It's really awkward, though. Like, I'm going to leave this in the podcast because it's always nice, raw, and uncut. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, it's so funny because it's kind of like you always talk for like five, ten minutes before recording, and then you start recording, and it's just the same conversation again, just really, really forced. Yeah. <laughs> really, man. So, uh, for everyone listening to the podcast, um, I'm assuming they've probably seen the pictures of you I put on Instagram. So yeah, I put, I put a lot of them up. Uh, but for those who obviously know you from the pictures, but not actually you, do you want to give everyone like an in-depth, like descriptive fucking novel as to who is Jack? Yeah, so I'm Jack Insler. Um I'm basically a PT in the making. So uh, before I started with Dan, I completed one year of uh, basically PT college, but it was like, it was a PLC. So then I took a year off and then just over that year I kind of was working a lot and then um I kind of just with the lifestyle I guess you know late nights you know my sleep patterns was a bit messed up and stuff like can we curse on this yeah, yeah of course I, Jack I yeah. curse yeah. <laughs> this has not been a podcast so when I upload podcasts I have to upload it as like clean or explicit and if I upload yeah, it as like clean explicit. and it's explicit it will get taken down so yeah. like I won't even remember if I have or haven't sweared I'll just assume I have sworn at least 12 times it's explicit what's the worst that yeah. can happen so yeah swear okay. I won't so yeah my sleep pattern was fucked and um just over that year it was just kind of like you know gaining a bit of weight here and there and stuff like that and then when it was towards the end of the year so basically I think the September of the year I took off hmm. um I was seeing like posts like a guy I met in first year Luke uh, yeah, put up a story yeah. with your face in it and then I clicked on your profile and then I started following you and then it was like um I was kind of just thinking it's like oh because like, I went to your you know your page and I was like oh this seems pretty cool you know it's a lot of info and stuff like that and then I was like this might be handy down the line 
But um, yeah, so just basically right now, I'm just in college. I went back to do second year to try and become a basically qualified PT at the end of it. And uh, I do a bit of art here and there, I guess. I haven't really done that much with the whole lockdown and stuff and then just going back to work and stuff like that. But I have a cheeky little art page that I need to get back to. So I ordered like some stuff yesterday. So when they arrive, I can get back into it. Um, Feel free to plug that as well, by the way. Oh yeah, the they, <laughs> uh, the Letterum Company on Instagram and Facebook. Boom, happy days. Um, um, yeah, it's kind of all I've been doing really. It's like just, the first lockdown, I was cracking into them because you know it was because I was the bartender. You know, I didn't know when I'd be going back to work, so I cracked on with the letters, did some decent ones, and then oh, so basically the page is basically I draw a stencil of a letter and then just design it really detailed with like kind of like a lot of detail in the way of like it's just line work and designs and stuff like that but um yeah so I did a lot of them then when we picked up oh that was yeah that was after I know what you actually said <laughs> but uh yeah cool that's sweet um yeah no fucking like because we've been because you messaged me about this on whatsapp the other day we've been together what 10 10 months now we talked at the end of January, actually. Yeah. Really. So it's, oh, so it's, it's, it's what? Fucking, yeah, kind of come up to, come up, uh, yeah, come come up up to 11. Or 10 or 11. Yeah, yeah. yeah so ever, something like that. You said, you said that to me, you were like, oh, like this is the, the second longest relationship I've had. And I was like, hang on a minute. Same. <laughs> Mind you, I've only had two, so it's not that great. <laughs> oh, do you know what? Fuck it. Uh, well, same, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant. Uh, Big difference, though. One was like, the one I'm in now is currently at like basically two and a half. The other one was a month. So you kind of fit it. It's like a free, the three month minimum with you beat it already. So, uh, <laughs> 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 so uh, let's go back to January when we started. Uh, when you came to me, or how, if, I'm not sure because I know fucking I DM people a lot to kind of chat to them about coaching. Whenever we started, uh, what was the main goal we were looking to work towards? Yeah, so I think. Um, the first goal initially was because I wanted to be a PT. I thought if I got one myself, like a coach, it would kind of teach me about what I'd have to do for other people when I get qualified. But in the, like, I didn't realize all the other things that we could have worked on as well. So like, because my sleep was all messed up and some stress here and there as well, my nutrition wasn't the best either. So by thinking it was to do with college and being a PT it actually kind of lit the fuse for the other stuff as well so like um yeah it was like a, you put up a story on Instagram and uh, you know like the have you ever thought of this and I was like, yeah, yeah I actually yeah. have thought about that and then you sent me a DM and I was like I wasn't expecting you to send at the end but I'm glad you sent that DM you know yeah so it's like some people just think, oh, yeah, I click yes, yeah, 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 no. And then that'd be the end of it. Some people just get on with their day. But then I actually was like, yeah, I am interested. And then when you responded, I was like, oh, shit, I didn't think you would respond. Let's, yeah, let's have a chat. I'm interested. I was a bit hesitant, but just because it was the whole thing with, the you know, like you said, you're, it's not that you can afford it or nothing. It's just your priorities and the way you value stuff in your life. Yeah, that's it. I like so, it. Go on. Yeah, so when, when we had that chat, I was like, fuck it, let's do it. But I, I was, when I told you, I was, I was clearing out some space on my phone the other day and uh, I found some like screenshots of like the first things we talked about. Like I remember you put up a thing and it was talking about me like quitting my old job to get one that I enjoy more. So 
you said go for it you know like you don't get any if you don't like it you're not going to enjoy it so then I did actually quit that job and I got a new one and I liked the new one and then I remember I said something about the tattoo as well I, I found a screenshot to that as well I thought it was pretty funny because that was like in and around a year ago now it's brilliant I think it's I think it's so cool in the sense of like like no matter what, like we've gone, we don't with yourself. We've lost about fucking 30, 40 pounds in general. Like we've, from a, from a composition point of view, you're a completely different looking person. But it's oh, both, totally. it, it kind of, it's cool to see when you say that, like it, it kind of, the confidence you get from that, like when you lose 30, 40 pounds, whatever it is, you gain an obscene amount of confidence because you're kind of like, I can oh, do so this shit. I can do this shit that I've never done before. You know, what else can I get? It almost like, yeah, like without realizing it's kind of like, right, what else can I do? And then like, it, it, it goes into the side of things like, oh, like, like job wise, you're kind of like, yeah, well, I don't like what I'm doing. I have the confidence to kind of say, fuck this and do this, make me happy. Cause you kind of, you value the things that, that make you happier and healthier a lot more. And I suppose I kind of, it, it just leads into everything else in life. Like I have another client who I had on the podcast a couple of days ago, Owen, um, same with him. He was a manager in Aldi and like, I don't know if you know, but like Aldi pays their staff very well. So he had a very, oh, yeah, kind of, well. yeah, he had a very kind of handy kind of decent salary job. And yeah. he was like, I'm not happy. I was like, then why are you there? He's like, it's a fair fucking point. And he's doing PT and online coaching now and he's fucking flying it. Do you not know away? Yeah. And I was like, it's just a case of like, you're not like what you're doing. You'll give it fucking very middle effort. If you do like what you're doing, you know, you'll put a bit more effort in that. And you find yeah, totally. you, you put the effort into it. You're like, oh shit, I'm getting a return on, on what I'm doing here. I'm, I'm making money. I'm making a living. I'll give this more. So by doing what you enjoy, you end up, you know, creating your own kind of financially, your own kind of, your own income and that kind of way, I suppose. You just enjoy what you're doing, so you want to do it more. So it's cool how it kind of feeds into that. But I suppose yeah. the first thing we kind of looked into there from, a, from an overall goal point of view, it was more so the composition side of things. We, we wanted to lose a bit of body fat. And I suppose, like, even looking at it, we, we, we lost a shit ton of weight. <laughs> yeah, because I was actually like, it was like, obviously when we were, you know, like when you were, when I had to send off the first pictures to you. It was only when I took them, I didn't realize, you know, the kind of body composition I had because I, I was just, got, I got so settled into the lifestyle I had at the time. You know, it was the job I had was like the event work. So it was so random, you know, like in the way that um, you could get a text, can you work tomorrow morning at like 8 p.m. that night? You know, it's so random. And then you could be like, oh, we've worked for you next week or we've no work for you. So it was like a lot of like late nights, early mornings, sleepless nights sometimes. And then you know, just, you know, yourself with that, your eating habits can get a bit fucked. So it was just like, just over time, just the weight just kind of crept up a bit. Like I was still going to the gym and shit, but it was just like, so it was like, oh, if I was going to the gym, I'd be more worried about it. But because I'm still kind of active, I'd be like, ah, it's okay for now though. So yeah, when... You realize until it's right in front of you. Yeah, so it's literally only until I got, my, I actually got my girlfriend to take those uh, pictures at the start, just because I was, you know, so I was in her house at the time, so... Um, it was only when I kind of looked at them before I sent it to you. I was like, oh shit. And I was like, mm. well, I can't fucking like edit it or some shit and send it to you. So <laughs> I pointed out like, so I just sent them. I was like, right. I didn't realize that that's the way I looked in a way. So it wasn't like too bad. You know, it wasn't really, really bad, but I was just like, we can do way better than that. Mm. And then it was like the whole thing that you kind of have to set the dominoes into place before you can knock them down. There you go. That's it. Like, and like, that's kind of what we did. Like, I suppose the, the key thing looking at it, like when you're in that environment where, you know, from work point of view, there's no routine and kind of how you eat, how you live, how you train, it kind of leads to that happening. You, you don't notice until it's right in front of you. Like if you, put yeah, exactly. a, if you put a frog in hot water, it'll jump right out. But if you put a, a frog in cool water and slowly bring it by one degree every minute, it'll just fucking die because then it won't realize. That's the kind of thing there. Like when you're kind of in that environment for a long period of time, 
you don't know it's just kind of becomes your your norm and then also it just hits you're like oh shit i'm in fucking hot water now and you get out you know? yeah exactly and uh, i suppose with that goal before like you kind of mentioned there like you didn't realize where it got into until we did the photos like before we were working together like what goals are you working towards um like i think in the back of my head when i was training i was always kind of that person that would be like it'd be cool if i could throw like you know 140 on like if i could you know deadlift this amount or squat this amount or whatever so it was always like mainly the strength goals i think that's why i thought it was funny that over the first lockdown with you my new goals were like i want to run a 10k in an hour or something like that you know because that was the complete opposite of what i do you know so it was like at the start it was always just like or even before like before it was just like strength goals or like hitting numbers in the gym and stuff like that or like um I think in the back of my head, I was like, it'd be cool if I could fit into a medium or something like that, you know? But it wasn't like the number one thing. It was more so a case of, I want to get fucking strong. Kind of, yeah. Sweet. And I suppose it's, it's, it's my always thing about that because like everyone, like everyone wants to be strong, but it's a case of, you know, you, I, th- I think I've said this about fucking 7,000 times in these podcasts. It's a case of like, you can't fire a cannon from a canoe. You know, kind of like exactly, you, yeah. You, you, got, you the, look to, got the fundamentals done. That's it. You could like, you could have just gone from there and been like, don't care about composition, but I just want to get fucking strong. It's like, okay, cool. Let's go for it. And all of a sudden, like with the weight, you start to see kind of complications down the road. You kind of like, you fucking run up the stairs. You're not feeling like I'm a bit out of breath now. Like small things like that come up. You're kind of like, like what, what good is being able to bench 140 kilos if you can't fucking walk up fly stairs without being out of breath and can't do shit like I that? Know, I found gonna... a really good quote actually similar to that. It's like, it's all cool and good being able to lift the bus, but if you can't run for it, it doesn't mean anything. Sick. I like that. That's, that's class. I'm going to use that going forward now. <laughs> But it's it's a case of like like I think like I can I can confidently say like you're the strongest now than you than you than you've ever been before, correct? Yeah, like um, it was I remember like it was like this whole thing in my past where it's like I was really big at one stage, so I, like you know obviously kind of bullying kind of came into play with that. But it was like when I was losing weight because of it, I was doing it in the more sense of I'm losing this because I don't want them to say certain things, not because it was for me. Mm. So. I lost it in an unhealthy way, basically, but I still lost it, which that meant it was going to come back because it wasn't like a lifestyle change. It was just like, oh, I'm going to cut calories by like a lot and stuff like that. And I'm going to do a lot of activity, but you know, a lot, like I lost a bit over a couple of months, but then it kind of just slowly came back on, you know, yourself. Mm. And uh, the more unsustainable going from point A to point B is like when you get to point B, it's the exact same. You're just trying to maintain that with the same kind of process. He's been kind of, habits you put into place and it's a case of if that isn't done sustainably well you're gonna be there for a very finite amount of time before just fucking goes back to square one exactly yeah it can just come back to bite you in the arse exactly um but yeah so i remember in secondary school um i didn't play i played rugby in first year but literally was only like for a few months and then i was like yeah no nah, i don't want to do this and then oh by like fourth year i had like doubts about it in like third second and third year so in fourth year I was like, yeah, you know what? Let's go back. I want to go back. So I went back and then we played like two games or something. Then our season ended and then that was the season over. But in third and fourth year, you know, I was in the gym with them. Like in the, the school had actually a decent gym, but it's mainly kind of for like, you know, rugby, you know, a lot of deadlift platforms, a lot of squat racks, a lot of benches, that kind of thing. Yeah. But, um, but it was like when I was doing deadlifts and stuff, the fucking – uh, granted, I wouldn't say I had the best form, but at the time I thought it was good. Like looking back, I was like, yeah, that probably wasn't the best. But I think with the, I think I was a big fan of the hex bar. So when I was doing deadlifts, I never used the barbell. 
so when I was doing X bar, I think I got like hit like 180 when I was like 17 or something like that, or 18 maybe. And I was like, oh, that felt good. In the way that was like someone on the rugby team was like, you're not lifting that. And then I lifted it and then I kind of gave him a smirk, you know, yourself. But <laughs> And then it was like, I loved that feeling of being able to lift a heavy weight, but I hated the feeling of looking the way it looked. Yeah. So it was like, I need to prioritize, you know, I don't want to, yeah, I, so I basically need to prioritize body composition over strength. Yeah. I suppose like even in doing that, like we... I think one big misconception is that you can't get stronger when dieting down. And yeah. We kind of just blew that out of the water. And it's ended up like you're pulling like 160, 170 for reps. And it's like, shit, you're doing that, but you're also like 40 pounds lighter than you were last time. I was like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. yeah. Combine like that with the lockdown where we were just doing tempo shit with some light dumbbells. Then come back. Yeah, like that's the heaviest dumbbell I had over the first lockdown, I think. I had two, like a set of dumbbells, but yeah. it was you know, the adjustable ones. Yeah, yeah. So I took all the weight off one and just, so I had a lot of 2.5s and 1.25s, but I just put all the weight onto one to make one heavy dumbbell rather than two kind of light ones. Mm. So that's when we were doing all the, you know, the unilateral work and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, I just thought it was, you know, because just thought it was funny, I guess, you know, that if you have a light dumbbell, add some tempo and a resistance band, you're fucking flying. Yeah. It's like a, it's like if you get someone like you get the biggest guy in the world who can do push ups for days, right? Four seconds down, two second hold, two second press, no rest at the top, they're fucked. Yeah. Um when we kind of started working together and took more of an approach of right, let's just diet down, get to a good body composition wise and then push from there, like what would you say was the biggest struggle in working towards that goal? Um I think at the start I was just like I was kind of expecting just because it's all those things you hear about with, you know, these fucking fitness people or fitness, uh, you know, influencers being like, buy my program for like $20 or something. I'm going to give you a diet plan. Then if you bought it, you'd be like, right, here's an exercise program and you're going to eat 1800 calories for six weeks and then you're going to lose weight. And I'm like, okay. But it was like, with you, I was, I was kind of expecting it. Like, um, cause I knew based on your page, you wouldn't just be like, you know, here's your calories, go work out, you know, stuff like that. So I knew it would be like a gradual kind of a steady kind of decline with the calories. So I remember when we first started, I was like, this isn't too bad. And I was eating the calories and I was like, yeah, it feels good actually. So it was like when we were just over a few months, it was just like, you know, slowly going down. It's like we'd hit a certain calories for a few weeks. Then you'd assess it after a few weeks. And if you needed to drop them, you drop them. And then it was just like a gradual, it felt good basically because the last time I kind of, like I was telling you, the last time I was the weight I was when we dropped, it was when I lost it, like, really unhealthily. So I was kind of afraid of, like, how my body would react to getting to that place again, if you make, that makes sense. Yeah. It's it's kids, like, you've you've been there before, but the way you got there, kind of, it was just, it was, it was a very unstable way of going about it. It's kind of a case of, like, like, I suppose... It's not that you're not motivated to get to that goal. Like, no one wakes up being a bit chubby than chubby than they want to be, kind of thinking... Oh, I, I wish I, I wish I was awake. They always wake up saying, "I want to be a little lighter." It's the yeah. case of you've got a string of bad, bad times behind you of kind of how you went to bed, and it's a case of like you want to lose weight, but it's a case of I just don't want to do what I did beforehand. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Do with my coaching, especially when it comes like when it comes to people who want to lose weight who have tried to beforehand, it's always a case of you know if you're looking to lose weight, you've definitely tried beforehand, and the reason you're with me now is because you haven't had a look before. And with yeah, that exactly. being said, I need to understand that I need to give you a service that is going to not be in any way, shape, or form like the way you approached it last time. 
And so with yeah. that, it just means taking a, maybe not, not a fast, like a slower approach, but a still noticeable approach that will make the results we accrue sustainable over time. Do you know that kind of way? Uh, sure. Like, um, I think about three, yeah, three months after we started, I think the first lockdown kind of kicked in because we started basically, I think, late January, basically. So like 28th or something like that. So after about, I remember three months-ish, um, when we were talking in the daily chat, it was like, um, I mentioned about, I'm, I feel like I'm looking better. And then you mentioned about sending on progress pictures. And then I sent them to you. And then I was like, it was only until I put them beside the before. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That fucking worked, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Like, people, that I, it's, it's so hard to see. Pro, like, at the end of the day, like, everyone sees themselves naked at least once a day. And when you see yourself naked every single day, you don't notice the difference until yeah. you, like, how was I looking three months ago? How am I looking now? Oh shit. Exactly. So it was like um I was like it wasn't that I had doubts that it wouldn't work. It's just I've had experience of when it didn't work or when it did, but you no, know, not in a good way. So I was just like when I saw it, it was like I sent them to you and then you were the one who kind of put the before the beside the before picture and I was like, Oh shit. Mm. And then you're and then that's why it was kind of like it was like a it was a shit ton of motivation for it. So I was like because in the back of my mind I was like, I've seen you put up client you know, transformations and testimonials. And I was like, I'm going to make sure that when he puts up mine, it looks fucking sick. You know, that was kind of in the back of my mind. So when I was, that was kind of the motivation over the lockdown with like, granted the training sessions, I love training. So they weren't really a problem. It was more the motivation to get out and doing fucking, you know, five, six, seven, whatever K like runs and stuff. Yeah. Cause I remember I was just never a good runner just because like, you know, when I was whatever weight, I wouldn't really be like, Oh, I'm going to run, you know? So when, you were like, all right, let's just do like a, you know, just the first run, just until you basically want to stop, just send me the, you know, the time and the stuff like that. And then I sent it to you and I was like, I, it was hard, but it felt good to be back out basically. Yeah. And then it was, you know, yourself, the more you do it, the better you get at it. So it was like, class, I want to do better. I want to be better at this. So it became a thing with that. That was like, I want to beat my last time or I want to run longer or whatever. And then it went from being like two 5Ks a week for cardio to be like, you know, eight, nine Ks. And I was like, shit. And then there's a point in lockdown one where you sent on like a, I think it was a 10K time. No, sorry. You sent on a, you sent, you sent on a 12, you're right there. You sent on a 12K. And I was like, it was like two days after I'd run my first ever 10K without stopping. And I was like, your pace per kilometer for a 12k is faster than my 10k what the fuck jack you've beaten me <laughs> but that was the thing i was like um when i first started with that first run it was kind of bad because i was starting and stopping just because i wasn't used to running so i needed yeah. to kind of catch a breath or i started too quickly and stuff like that so over the few weeks and months of lockdown i was just like i was you know look you were sending me techniques i was looking at techniques you know breathing techniques what how to start to run how to kind of maintain a pace stuff like that and then it became a thing that I was like, the first, I remember my mate came on a run with me and he's kind of a good runner in a way, but it's like, you know, he's just slim so he can run for longer. Yeah. So um, I got him to run with me and we ran for 6K without stopping. But it was like, you know, uh, 5.9K, we just go on a full out sprint to finish, you know, to yeah. kind of use any kind of energy we had left. And then... um that was just kind of really cool so then the next time i came out i was like it what it became a thing that every time i was at like you know the hundred the you know whatever so if it was a six k you know the 5.9 that's like every time i hit a certain thing i'd sprint for the last of it yeah 
And I remember it was like, I think my shoe fell off at once because my, my legs just kept moving. Yeah. So um, uh, my girlfriend and my mate were there as well. And it was just like, oh, I, and I, I didn't forget she was coming over, but I knew when she was coming over, it was a training day. So I knew I had to train. So I was like, I have to do a run, but you know, you can stay here, you know, throw something on the telly, you know, whatever. And she's like, oh, I'll, I'll go watch you or something. So she came out and then um, it was, it was a little bit of like, I wanted to, you know, kind of show her, you know, what I've kind of been yeah. doing in terms of cardio. So, Testosterone levels increase a hundred. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, um, it was just kind of funny because I remember it was like the last sprint. It was weird. I, cut, I obviously not, but I felt like bolt in that last hundred meters. It was just like all out kind of, I felt like I was just increasing. I didn't like, you know, hit a, you know, max speed and slow down towards the end. It just felt like I got faster and faster. Mm. So, um, yeah. So I think the whole thing with those runs, I was wanting to build up to a 10K because over the few years I've done like, you know, the charity 5Ks and stuff like that, but I haven't really run them in the way that was like, you know, I ran and then I finish. It was like, I say I'll run it and then I stop after a kilometer or two and then walk for a kilometer. Yeah. Or whatever, yeah. You know, yourself. But uh, yeah. So I think when I ran my first 5K with a stop and I was like, shit, I can do a 5K now in the way of like, I could do one of those you know, the dark center light or something like that, or the color dash, you know, the ones I've done before. Yeah. So that's when I was like, all right, let's see if I can do a 10K. So then that's when you were sending me the new running program of slowly building up to a 10K. And then with the 10K, I was like, let's try to get under an hour. And then I think I got it like 59 minutes, 40 or something. Yeah. Something like that. It's on my phone anyway, but I got it under the hour, I think, anyway. But I was just like, fuck. I was like, after the end of it, it was just like that thing. I was like, you know, grabbing finger locking your fingers over your head, just taking deep breaths. And I was just like, Phew. I was like, fuck, did that. So then walking home to the house, I was just like, oh shit. Cause then I was like back in January, I couldn't run like a kilometer in general. Yeah. So the fact that I was, cause that 10K was, I'm not going to say I didn't stop, but it was like, if I did stop, I timed it, which is yeah. what I got good at. So it's like, I made sure the breaks didn't get too long. So it's was like, if I did stop, it would be like for 30 seconds, just to catch my breath or whatever. Hmm. that's mad though that's insane like like i suppose people throw around a 10k run so often like i don't think people realize 10 kilometers it's a, it's a long run it is a long run of fairness. like when you're it's running more than everest if you think of it fair 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 fucking point actually it technically everest is 8.9 you're fucking dead right yeah um, but it's like like te- like when you're like running is a very physically and mentally demanding thing to do and when you're doing it for like four, for like 50 to 60 minutes plus like it takes a lot out of you. Like people run marathons. You hear marathons. Like marathons are fucking hard thing to do. A ten k yeah. is a hard thing to do. A five k can be a hard thing to do. It's it's crazy. Kind of like how like the goals. Like, but like I suppose I think a key thing into consideration here. Like we you went from someone who's looking to get stronger to someone who you know is has dropped forty pounds is able to run ten k now. But the enjoyment was still there. And I think it was a case of understanding there's a greater good coming from this. And it just yeah. means we're not even taking a step back to get that forward. We're taking smaller steps, take bigger steps when, when we're ready to do so. And I suppose yeah. kind of kind of brings it to where you are now, to the point where you can, you're, you're fucking, well, obviously not now because we're fucking, what, 17 days away from going back to the gym. But when you are in the gym, like, I suppose, like, we're not dieting anymore. We're, we're, we're currently, like, we're currently at the point where we've brought your food up a little bit, where you're actually kind of, we're gaining again, which I think is a cool thing. Yeah. To, two people after that, two people on this podcast so far who've been like, you know, I've been dieting for so long. I want to put on, I want to bulk up now. And for someone who's been looking to lose weight for so long, like when people look to lose weight, they see, they don't see past the, 
weight loss. They think weight loss is just it. People think, oh, I'm going to wait. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm going to lose weight and that's it. You know? yeah, it's a case of like, it's, when you lose the weight, you're going to be mentally in a position where you want to keep doing more. That's a big step. That's a case of if you lose that weight, you're going to be more things. So it's kind of the goals that get stronger, put on muscle, X, Y, Z. So we're at a point now where like, we're back to the original goal you had, where it's a case of like, just put on, like we're at a position now where we've dropped down 40 pounds, but we're now at a position of, Let's just fucking put on some serious, sick fucking muscle mass. Do you not going away? Like yeah. Num- numbers wise in the gym, how, how are they looking? Obviously, when we're when we're in the gym. Um, pretty good. Like, uh, I've I never used to do the incline dumbbell bench. Um, but if I was to ever do it, it was only ever like I wouldn't go past twenty five for like five, I'd say. But oh, before lockdown, it was like sets of like thirty five for like five, six, seven, eight reps, and I was like. Shit, it kind of felt nice to grab like the you know the dumbbells that are like thin, like you know the seven and a half, the tens, the twelves. But then you look at the dumbbells that are like, you know, the, each side is like the size of your hand kind of thing. It's, you know, when you grab those big ones, it's, it's just when you go from dumbbells that explain. are dumbbells that are longer than they are wide. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, because um, there's a guy in my gym, he's a tank. Like he he has to tie like the two and a half kilo plates with resistance band onto the heaviest dumbbells we have because he's too strong yeah so um there's yeah there's just a feeling about grabbing like really fucking heavy dumbbells and then just you know that you know that little few seconds before you lift them up and try press them it's just like a it's kind of not a drug but it's just it's a feeling it's just like you know right before you kind of unwrap the bench press right before you you know drop down for the squat it's just like a it's a cool feeling, I guess. So the fact that it's like like weights that I've never touched in my life, I'm just like, I fucking love this feeling. So I'm in my head, I'm like, I want to be able to do this with like the 40s or whatever. Or so I remember deadlifts was kind of like, I used, so I remember when I was using the hex bar years ago, I was like, this is class, but not every gym has a hex bar. So I started to train with the barbell. And then uh i think when i was bigger i found some old training clips which i thought was funny because it's just like a the form isn't actually that bad so i was just kind of surprised about it but i think i pulled 170 for two. First one was good in a way that i was like i probably should have stopped at the one yeah so i was like uh, i pulled the second one anyway and i was like eh, i shouldn't have pulled that but i pulled it anyway and then but now it's like i sent the video to you like a few like months and months ago when you know after first lockdown I pulled 140 for seven, I think it was. And I've never done that before. So it was always a thing that if I was uh, building up to it, yeah, it was always like, um, yeah, sorry, I just got a call. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. But um, it was kind of funny because, you know, with the working sets that you gave me, it wasn't like you're going to build up to 160. So put 100 on, do two reps just to build up. And then slowly it was like, had two heavy sets for like I think it was like maybe five to seven or whatever and then you know a back off set for like 12 plus so by sticking to the program you know I wasn't going to be like oh but that 140 felt good I'm going to put 10 on and try get two or try hit a one rep max you know it wasn't that kind of thing so I stuck to the program and then just over time I was able to do it at 160 or whatever you know it's funny that like uh, so, um, it's, it's, like people love testing for some reason like people just love like I, I put my hand hold my hand up high and say I used to when I was Younger when I was deadlifting, like there was a point when I was like six or sorry, seventeen or eighteen, where I unofficially held an, an all-time national deadlift record, but I didn't compete, so it didn't count. 
But it was a case of like, I just tested and tested and tested. And mm. it's a case of like, I could lift a lot more if I just focus on building. Do you know that kind of way? Like, yeah. Like, testing, like, even if you're like somebody who's just looking to get stronger, like, one rep max is a sign of nothing. If you're like, you're strong in one rep max, it's like being strong over three reps, over five reps, over 10 reps. Like, strength is strong. Yeah, that, that six rep max, there were six rep max that I told you about. That was fucked in a way. I was like, I've never heard about a six rep max. That look, that's, that's a set, you know. That's a normal set. Yeah. So I was like, when we were, look, uh, it's handy because the college has a gym, basically. So it's like, it's not like a gym, it's just like a, a classroom with like you know a squat rack and it has it has basically everything you'd need so it's handy but um the part of the class was to test your six, six rep max on bench so i was like you're telling me my class is to go bench hell yeah so um you know we went under the bar and i was like oh this is class it's not a resistance band and a dumbbell you know <laughs> but um yeah so i was like uh what i did love was the i know you know you can have a strong as fuck leg press doesn't mean you're going to be able to squat or deadlift a certain number. Yeah. But um, I think when you put leg press onto my program, I built up to 140 and 140 was my top set. Yeah. And then just over the weeks, it was like, yeah, I'll put an extra bit on. And then it became a thing where my top sets was 210 and 230 kilos. And then the whole, oh, gyms are closing. So I said I want because I got the 230 I was like I can get 250 I can get a few reps of 250 so I was like yeah I'll put 250 on and I got seven reps with the tempo that you had for me yeah so it wasn't like I was just oh I'm gonna crank out five reps just to get five reps it was like you know the three two one hold it push that kind of thing and I got yeah. seven and I was like why did that feel like 230 and I checked the weight and I was like no that was 250 so then I was like that's the last day of the gyms fuck it so I put 270 on and that's when I took the picture before, like I took a picture after the, I did the set, but um, I got another set of seven for 270. And then I was like, I'm, I weigh basically 90 at the time. So I was like, that's like triple my body weight for like seven reps with tempo. So I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. So then when I put that picture in my story, I was like, there's no other song that I can pick other than can't feel my legs. <laughs> so I put it up and then it was just like, there's just something cool about taking a picture with a lot of weight on it. It's, it's, like, it's, you know, cool, it? it's cool and good, you know, if I was to do a deadlift and I just had like, you know, if I had 60s, you know, just a 20 on each side, I'd rather take a picture of my set at 160, you know, with like, you know, three twenties and, you know, 10 on either side. Cause I think like just a bar that's like, or, you know, with the less space on the, like the, you know, the bar. Yeah. On the side. The yeah. Better. Yeah. So I was like, you know, with that leg press it was like i was having to take off some plates because there was no room for the to add more weight so i would like take off the 10s to add a 25 you know because yeah, yeah. this gap so it's just like it's just a feeling about being strong in the way that was like you're actually i felt composition good as well so like usually if i was strong before it was that it looked like shit so the fact that I was doing those sessions with like, you know, if I was doing push that like those kind of weights or if I was doing legs and I'd go into the changing room after and be like, how do I look like this though? Yeah. It's, I think so it's just like, a, I think the coolest thing is like, it's only, it's only been like in the grand scheme of things, 10 months isn't a long time. And in that time yeah. we've gone from not being able to run one kilometer to 10 kilometers faster than fucking me, for example. Not that I'm faster than 10K, but you sent me a 10K time. I was like, fuck you. You're faster than me. I can't. You oh know? yeah, I think it was my 5k. Yeah, it was like it was so you're weird. faster 5k than me. I was like, oh, do I? 
Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was the fast, no, it was the faster 5k and he sent me a 12k where your pace per kilometer is faster than my pace per kilometer for my 10k and I was like sick cool but it's like you've gone yeah. from not being able to run one kilometer to being able to run 10 kilometers and 12 kilometers you've gone from you know you've increased your strength in doing all totally, of that yeah. while losing like the guts of 40 pounds so like yeah from a cardiovascular point of view through the roof from a strength point of view through the roof from a health point of view body fat is down obviously with that means that like blood pressure and heart rate will be right down as well you know sleep oh yeah uh, was actually a funny story about college year today because i remember in first year was when i was kind of not big but it was bigger yeah so um it was always a thing that because we had classes at the step like our 9 a.m classes in first year would have been like fit studio so it would have been circuits and shit like that but it was like you know before we do the circuit we tested blood pressure and our pulse or like you know and then it was always that mine was really high before starting because it was either that I was just walking to get the dart, then I'd walk to get the bus, then I'd walk from the bus to the college. So I was kind of out of shape. So I always felt bad, you know, before when I, I nearly hit, I didn't want to be like, oh, no, my, yeah, my, pulse, my blood pressure is grand. Like I'd have to say, oh, yeah, I have this many, you know, whatever. So he'd be like, oh, just take it easy kind of thing. So when we went in here today, um, I tested my blood pressure and it dropped like a shit ton. Yeah. Like, it was like, it felt good to just see the numbers on it. Because I remember what they were looking like in first year because I was like, I was really unhealthy or I was really like heavier than I wanted to be. But um, yeah, and I think we did a, the teacher has this really cool body fat thing actually. You know, you stand on it and it sends the pulse up to your feet and then. Yeah, it's an either, yeah. Yeah, so I think my body fat in first year was like, 23 percent 23.2 or something and then we tested it one wednesday just gone and it was 16.6 so so i was like that because i was th- i was thinking i was like it'd be nice if i was around 20 you know if, if that meant 19 that meant 21 and then when i was 16.6 i was like fuck that's pretty cool because hmm. it's like the little things that i didn't think would come with the losing weight i knew if i lost weight I'd probably feel better. But it was like the little things of like when I went back to college after taking a year off and then the teacher's like, have you lost weight? It's like, you look, not like that, but you know, like, oh. So I was just like, have you lost weight? I was like, like you look like, like really good in the way of like fair play kind of thing. Or like the buying those jeans that I was afraid to buy or buying a nice shirt that I thought my, ch- my stomach would kind of take over my chest in a way. And then it was like, because like my girlfriend um i know you know she loves me to know whether i'm I'm fucking 120 kilos or you know 90 or 100 or whatever but it was like the little thing of like when we went away um and it was like you know we'd go when we went for that dip in the lake it was like you know i'm not that guy that i probably would have been that guy that wore a shirt when he goes swimming but like now it was like you know shirt off you know not budgies at this stage but it was like you know swim shorts that were kind of short and then uh when i went in i was like I feel good taking my shirt off, just going for a swim now. You know, so it's like little things like that because I knew confidence would come with it because I knew co- confidence came with it last time, but it was like short-term confidence. So the fact that it was, um, it's dead basically. It wasn't just like temporary. So the confidence has been there from when I, I think we sent that first progress picture up until now. Yeah. So it's just like one of those things where I was like, I didn't realize how much would come from saying yes to, you know, being a client. Yeah, I got you. So it's just like fucking crazy. Like, 
Like it is sick, man. I suppose on that note, to start wrapping things up, I suppose if you were to go back to yourself a year ago, two years ago, whenever you feel like you'd need it, or you were presented with someone who is currently where you are and wants to work to a position where you are right now, what would be your, your best piece of advice you'd give that person? Um, I think realistically, we all know that we want to be somewhere, but like we have, we have an idea of how we want to get there. But if you can get the help in the way of like, you know, getting that PT that you've wanted or, you know, not even in that kind of way, just if you know what you need to do, just do it. You know, if I knew I needed to get a PT, but I couldn't afford it, I'd make myself be able to afford it. Yeah. So that's when it was like, when I had that chat with you, it was like, I can't actually afford this. It's just my priorities are fucked. So it was like, I'd cut off fucking going into town every weekend and just buying random shit that I didn't need, you know, just prioritize what you need to prioritize. And then just focus on your goals, focus on you, do what you need to do kind of thing. Be relentless, but you know, be a good person. Sick. Class, man. Fucking love that. That's solid. Uh, Jack, I want to say thank you very, very much for hopping onto the podcast. Really, really appreciate you coming on and sharing everything. Um, no problem. It actually felt really nice because yeah. it was like, I know this, if I'm listening back to this, I'm probably like, there's probably like long pauses when I was trying to think of something that I was trying to say. Nah, fuck it. But it's bad. It like it makes no odds. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and I have I've, uh, I've Steph coming on tomorrow. So that should be, oh, sick. That should be a bit of crack, man. Uh, so guys, thank you very much for hey, tuning in to... Hi, yeah. Thank you so much, guys, yeah. for tuning in to episode 43, I want to say, of the podcast, but episode five of the Client Podcast. Jack, thank you very much for coming on again. And to everyone no else, I will see you all tomorrow. <laughs>